What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 101 of Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined by Cruella DeVille. Cruella <laughs> yeah, I prefer Cruella. Chuck McGill over, no. over here. Oh, nice. <laughs> All nice. our local sprint car fans. That one's kind of for Cody Magnuson. You know, yeah, the old throwing co- out, yeah. Throwing out Chuck McGilvery out there, old 101. Nice, nice. Noah, ice fishing has officially kicked off, man. It has, I guess. Holy I, moly. I, I, heard that, I heard that there's a fishable ice up on Red Lake. I don't know if you heard that or not. I, no, really? Yeah, I guess really? so. Red, Red Lake? And people are still catching walleyes, even though they changed the limits up this you year. You know what? I, I'll, be, I'll be flat out honest. I have not seen as much uh, complaining no, I on, on the Red true. Lake deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It just it's not really something that I've seen a ton of, and uh, so yeah, no, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, they're definitely people getting on the ice. Not only there, other parts of northern Minnesota, northern North Dakota. I saw that uh, our buddy Craig got up there. It looked like that's right. That's uh, he met up with uh, Dave Gens. Him and uh, Chris Peters took uh, took the trip out from Rapid City. Met up with Gens and uh, actually on Gens' birthday. Yeah, I saw that doing a little birthday fishing with him. That wouldn't suck to meet up with Dave Gens on his birthday. Uh-uh. Nope. So no, it was. It looked like a good time. Uh, also, you know, the cool thing about right now too is there's still a lot of people hitting up the rivers with the boats. So yeah, there's been a lot of people both in the Mississippi and the Missouri River that are out there smacking some walleye and saugers. So well, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I really think even down here, if, if the guy wanted to go out probably on Spirit Lake and, and I saw that, uh, a couple, there was a guide over there that was still out there fishing, catching some crappies and stuff. So. I was going to say, I got a feeling that you could do pretty decent. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it isn't going to be comfortable. No. <laughs> the last few days might've been, but now it looks like we've kind of got some cold in the extended forecast here. So some of the body's water might start locking up. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, Matt, uh, speaking of locking up, uh, the, the it, it seems, well, it doesn't seem, the the bodies of water that are going to lock up first are, are obviously the smaller, shallower bodies of water. And uh, a lot of times around here, that's some of these farm ponds, private ponds, uh, whatever. And uh, that, that, that's something that I kind of wanted to talk to you about today um, is these, it, it is a private pond. Uh, if you caught a fish on a private pond, do you a trophy fish on a private pond do you hold that fish uh in the same regard as a trophy fish caught on a public body of water um thoughts you know i it, it that's kind of like one of them tricky things i think that uh your chances of catching a bigger fish say well let's just talk about bluegill say i'm gonna go out there on bluegill fishing my chances to catch a 10 plus inch bluegill on a private pond are obviously a lot higher I'm still going to be excited to catch one. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter where or how, but, uh, you know, does it make it any less special than to say you go over to Okaboji and catch, a, you know, a 10-plus inch bluegill? Uh, something like that, I'm going to say no. No? I don't think so. So if you caught a 8-pound bass out of a private pond or or an 8-pound bass out of Okaboji, do you still kind of hold that in the same regard? I still do. You still I mean, do. it's still. Yep. I mean, it's still eight pounds. Is I mean, yeah. I guess as long as the state still recognizes them as you know state records. As a state so, record, yeah. Yep. I mean, it happened a few years ago. We had that state record perch caught down here, and that was out of a private right, right body of water, I believe. So and and you know, I mean, I 
I guess I, I don't I don't 100% know how I feel. Um, it's one of those mixed mixed feelings type deal. It's just I'm we were talking about it before. It's kind of like hunting. It's right. kind of like deer hunting. Well, you know? and and so that's I'm going to draw a comparison here. Uh, I I don't know what the state record. Uh, um, we're we're going to go ahead and, and use largemouth bass. Say uh, Joe Schmo down in southern Iowa goes out and catches a 14 pound largemouth bass out of his out of his private pond, and he has been you know grooming this private pond you know specifically for bass you know whatever, and he goes out there and catches it. It gets recognized at the, as the new state record. Fair enough. He's the only guy that gets to hunt it. He he kind of knows what he's got going in there. Now let's draw the comparison to a high-fenced white-tailed deer. Right. If this guy is feeding this deer, grooming this deer, you know, breeding deer to specifically get huge, and he goes out there and shoots a 300-inch non-typical deer, <laughs> is that the state record? Nope. Right. You know, right. I, but but I do. I feel different. I feel different. I, I mean, you know, it's I, like, hey, 14-inch bass or, or 14-pound bass, 14-pound bass. Like, you know, that's that's good with me. Well, 300-inch whitetail is a 300-inch <laughs> whitetail. And so I I don't know. I, I, I just I do not know how I really feel about it. I do wish that, like, that the state wouldn't recognize them as state records. I guess I do feel like that. As far as as private pond fish, right? I think put a that, little asterisk next right. to them, yeah, and be like, and say, you know, most places they do that, or they do when you get your, when you look up the state records, they put private farm pond or whatever, right? By it because the state record largemouth bass was a private farm, was pond, it? So, yep. yeah, uh, yeah. It's just one of those. There's nothing wrong with it. I guess if I had, I would love to have my own pond like that where you could for sure be able to do that. Uh, yeah, I, I will never knock the person that has the pond and, and goes fishing on it. But I tell you what, if I go out and catch a 12-pound largemouth bass on Okaboji and my record gets beaten by some guy in a private pond, I'm going to be a little I'm gonna be a little sour about it. Right, yeah, so would I. It's just, like you said, you know, it's fun when you get to fish them. It's nice that you can have something that uh, is managed. But, yeah, I don't know. As far as them recognizing it in the record books, it, it, like you said, there should be a little bit of like a asterisk or just something there that says, you know, this is this was out of a farm pond. Yep, yep. And and maybe maybe there just needs to be a whole entire separate, uh, you know, record book deal, which wouldn't be that hard to do, you know, right. if if you know we have a regular uh, public public water uh record book we could have a private water record book also um i don't know i i feel like that might be the the best way to go about it i, I mean i'm not any less impressed by a fish no matter where it comes from right but but the thing of it is is you know when when you and i show up at uh at uh lake of the woods for say on a walleye trip we we know we know that there's big fish in there but you don't. You're not actually guaranteed, right? Oh, exactly I mean, if right. if you've got a private pond, it, I mean, the whole entire lake of the woods could have could have killed off, you know, four days before we got there, and and you know, I guess it could for a private pond too. But I mean, when you show up to a private pond, you know that there's fish in there. You know, you know that 
that another boat isn't going to come up next right. to you and, and kick you off of a spot. You know, it, I mean, it, has it takes a lot up. of variables. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't been beat up for like a week. It's been like, oh, the bite. There's been people out here just hammering them all week long. So now you show up and you're just like, well, hopefully they're still going. Right. And and I mean, I I can't stress enough that like I mean, if you are a fisherman that has a private pond, you know. Our buddy Austin and, and Chase and, and uh, the Severson boys and whatnot, they've got a private pond over on the west end of the county. Me and Matt have been lucky enough to go over there and fish it. It's awesome. It still gets my heart going. Right. And, but, and it doesn't mean it's going to be a home, I mean, an automatic thing when you go over there. Right. I mean, We've we gone over, over there and, and not done spectacular. Right. So, I mean, it still comes down to fishing. It might have been because you're not a good fisherman. But. Well, right. But that's what I was just going <laughs> to say. It still comes down to stuff like that. It truly does. It truly does. So, I don't know. It, it, uh, it's just something to think about. Uh, you know, I don't I don't want to be like one of those YouTubers, uh, you know, that's on YouTube that's like, hey, drop down in the comments and let us know. But seriously, like, let us know. If you guys, uh, I mean, I feel like me and Matt are both pretty open on this, uh, on this debate, argument, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, I, I'm not setting my ways really one way or the other. But if, if one of you guys actually has, you know, pretty strong uh, opinion on it either way let us know you know uh, on the facebook page or you know i think on some of these podcast uh, platforms you can leave a comment uh, shoot us a message somewhere uh, midwestangler1 at gmail.com i think that's what our uh, i think that's what our email is but yeah i don't know just uh, if you guys do then we'll talk about it next week uh, you know hey so and so's got an opinion and and uh, that's that but uh Matt, you said another uh, uh, really cool thing there, though. You still got to go out there and catch them. You still got to be a pretty good fisherman to catch them. Is live scope narrowing that gap? Is Oh, yeah. I, it's definitely narrowing that gap. Um, as far as live scope goes, uh, it's, I don't know. It used to be one of those things that kind of separated your average fisherman from your good fisherman was being able to, you know, locate the fish a lot easier and stuff. But now it seems like it's, you know, with that live scope, it, it seems to flatten that curve a little bit. It's We've talked about it, and some of our past guests have talked about the panoptics. It used to be, uh, you know, guys used to be able to, when you talk to them at the ramp or that night after they were done fishing, they'd be like, well, we drilled like 400 holes today. And it's just like, <laughs> that makes me, that means right. I am hardcore, and I go, I get after it harder than you do. It's like, oh, cool, you know, that's awesome. You spent your whole day drilling holes and not that fishing. That meant something. That really right. meant. I mean, that's when all these light augers and these pistol bits and all this stuff, you know, the drill and attachment augers came more mobile. We got to be more mobile. Well, now it's kind of like the panoptics. It makes you mobile, but efficiently mobile. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of where it, I really see where the panoptics has really come into play. Guys, anybody, if you learn, you still got to learn how to use the electronics and all that stuff but once they get these things figured out i mean they can find the fish in a hurry well that's you know uh shields you know shields is doing this virtual ice uh deal you know you've you've watched it right. uh, i think anyone who follows whatever and uh they had a guy from up in maybe like the fargo shields uh, one of the fishing experts up there talk about going out to this lake and uh searching down panfish and he said within 10 minutes of him stepping foot on the ice he, he could find the panfish, you know, and, and, you know, you, you put that forward mode on that, on that live scope and you drop that thing down there and, you know, I mean, what, what can you see out 80, a hundred feet or something like that? Something, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I'm not even a hundred percent sure, but I mean, instead of going out like me and you, when we go out, 
we'll drill eight holes, you know, straight ahead, you know, with 10 yards in between and eight, eight holes, you know, kind of veering off a different direction with 10 yards in between. And, you know, you just hole hop around until you can hopefully land on the right, right. fish. And from there you kind of narrow it in. Well, I mean, you know how many, you know how much blades this is going to save? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, instead of doing that, you know, uh, uh, you know, yeah, going out in 45 degrees in every single direction, you drop that live scope down there and you just spin it around and yep, oh, nothing, nothing here. here. Keep All going. Right, yep. And, uh, or, oh, they're, yeah, like you said, they're 60 feet over that way, drill over there. So, and you know, I, I, uh, I mean, I always kind of knew, hey, you know, this is, this is something special. I mean, you don't have to be on very many Facebook pages to realize, hey, this is something special. But uh, Eric Hadia had a video where he went out uh, looking for crappies, and uh, he had it mounted on the front of his trolling motor. And, you know, he was just following around these schools of crappies. And uh, he literally had his live scope so dialed in that that he could see that school of crappies 30 feet in front of his trolling motor. He cast it out. And could look down at his, uh, at his graph, watched his bait go down, watched the fish come up, set the hook, and you know, I mean, right. just stayed right on him. And that's when I was like, "Holy moly!" And that's when I was like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna buy one." <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't though, have you? I, I haven't, but uh, it, well, it's, it's gonna be in the next month. Well, it, it's crazy to see how many people have this year the at the ice institute yeah what I they mean, say they, like 50 of them something like that they sold out of them like in a that hurry. was like on day two yeah <laughs> uh guys are out there I, you know great for the advertisement i mean word of mouth too you know you talk about a lot of these ice fishermen these tournament fishermen guys that talk about oh you have to have it in order to find you know like does it seem like the crappie fishermen are the ones that utilize it the most to find the suspended schools i would say so i mean i I really got a feeling that 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 is the type of fishing that it really, really, right. you know, anything that you're looking for roaming schools, you know, whether it be roaming schools of perch, whether it right. be roaming schools of crappies, whether it be, uh, you know, uh, yellow bass over, you know, on, on Clear Lake or uh, uh, East Okoboji or West Okoboji, uh, I got a feeling that that's really going to be the the spot where it really, really shines, you know, to, to find... A couple walleye, you know, roaming on the bottom, maybe not quite as much, but uh, I mean, I, I I've watched some videos like of guys up on Red Lake, uh, you know, and down with the down imaging on, and you know they can literally see, you know, and me and you can fish right next to each other, and and you know use right. the same thing, and yep. you know my drill hole in between us, and and whatever. That's that's really pretty sweet yeah it really is um do you think there's going to be conflicts between the live scopes fishermen and just regular guys that are out there still with the the vexlars and stuff like that as far as do you think that uh that that uh transducer that they use and everything like that it sticks out of the hole ways and stuff is the new fish find fish marker the fish buoy is that going to be the new minnesota fish finder is right. that what you're saying right i mean <laughs> you know there's going to be guys out there that are like watching these guys run around and shoot around with this thing and as soon as they stop start fishing there's going to be other guys that come i mean there's guys that do it now right well i mean can you imagine i mean it's no different than i mean some of these the snow bears the right. snow bears right. up in northeast south dakota 
you know, I mean, you get talking to some people, you know, and you like, talk to them at the bait shop or yeah. whatever. You know, hey, you heard of any good bites? Well, follow the snow bears. Yep. <laughs> Wherever there's a bunch of snow bears, that's where the fish are. And it's like, uh, okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> but they're not wrong. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the worst thing. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, and, and who's really, at the end of the day, okay, here, here's one for you, Matt. How How much does your pride matter to you? I mean, are you the type that, say we're out on Lake Ponset and uh, we're out there banging it out, you know, and we're not really finding any fish, and uh, all of a sudden you see a group of like eight snow bears all kind of in the same area, you moving in on them or not? I'm not going to move right in on them. Might get a little close. <laughs> might, <laughs> might be 100 yards on the outside of them. Right. But, uh, I mean, can you not? I mean, you well, know, obviously I mean, they, you're, you're kind right. of stupid if you don't. Right. I mean, you know, I mean. You got to at least go check it out. Well, and that's just it. I mean, you know, everyone's going to be like, following them around. Well, yeah. Hey, guess what, guys? Like, I came out here to freaking catch fish. And, uh, you know, I mean, if that's where the fish are, that's, you know, that's that's my goal to to be in that area. Do you uh, think it would be fun to be able to trash talk with one of those? Like, if somebody comes in and sits close to you, sets up by you, and you can watch their stuff from your hole from your shack and be like oh you missed that one oh <laughs> you're gonna catch that one i mean imagine when you're really really shoulder to shoulder like out there on Ponset, like when you're in the town or out on okaboji in miller's bay right and uh you know the only thing like in in miller's bay you know a lot of times you're in 10 foot of water or something like that and and uh so i don't know that you can really see out that far but oh my god can you imagine that would be That'd be pretty rich. You could really mess with people with the one of those, yeah. I feel. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm just I'm really thinking about this now. But I I don't know. I it, it is uh it's definitely on my list to buy one of those. I should have I should have had my uh, poop in a group and uh bought one up there at the Ice Institute because uh what what were they going? Like twenty two hundred bucks with a two hundred dollar mail in rebate or something, something like, like that? that. Yeah. I mean I I think at Shields they're twenty eight hundred uh you know, every, everywhere else. And that, that seems to be about the going rate, 27, 2800. And, and everyone seems to have the $200 mail-in rebate, but cause that's a Garmin deal. But, uh, right. Yeah. I don't know when you're, when you're up there at the $2,500 mark, uh, you, you know, and, and, uh, my biggest thing is Matt, you know how this goes. Me and you both bought FLX 28s last year, right? Both bought FLX 28. And now this year they got the 30. Right. And you know, I mean, it's like, Oh, you know, I mean, if we would have just, so, I mean, do you do that with the live scope this year? Do you shell out 2,500 bucks, 2,800 bucks? Just cause I mean, that technology has been out now for a couple right. of years. I mean, Garmin didn't come out with that and was like, ah, you know what? That's good enough. Let's focus on GPS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're still working on this. It, it's only going to get better. I mean, you, you're going to, in the next year or two, you're going to be able to buy these units now that everybody's spending their money on pretty cheap. Right, right. Well, and Humminbird just came out with their, right. you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know what it's called, but uh, it's it's their it's their dog in the fight, you know, to yep. go up against live scope and, and maybe it's better. Uh, maybe that's something that I should tap my brakes at and look at, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it's it's a wild deal. It's a crazy deal, and it is what it, it is. It kind of gets you brought up on the whole thing of when people start asking questions on a lot of these uh, online social media forums. 
when they start talking about what should I use for equipment they're like yeah. hey I, I'm looking at one of these Is it, should I buy one of these you know like this shack these bibs this rod you know what does everybody use and they all get, suck when you well, and you get on they all do they all suck they're all they great. all suck compared to what I'm running no they're they're all great and they're all terrible yeah <laughs> if you ever look at that I mean a person starts looking and your head is spinning by the time it's done it's because it's like somebody's like oh you know you know this um We'll just say the Redline series rod is great. And then all of a sudden somebody jumps on and says, oh, they, they're terrible. And then it's like, well, okay, this 13 fishing rod is great. No, that, they suck, you know, and it's just. What you'd turn around and do is say, have you ever used it? Right. And then when they say no, okay. Well, I've heard. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard my buddy, my buddy's cousin's brother had one and, and it sucked. Yeah, But, well, I mean, you just got to be happy with what you run. I mean, if you've had success with one thing stick with it right you know sometimes if you feel like veteran venturing off and trying something new try something new well i mean you know just just think about our fishing group you right. know the, the group of guys that that we really go fishing with here from rock rapids you know uh adam top tanner vogel uh me uh my brother eric uh matt ramrod i mean we've got otters we've got clams we've got eskimos yeah We've got guys that run striker bibs. Yeah. We've got guys that run ice armor bibs. We've got guys with hummingbirds, Lorances, Vexlars, all every rod under the sun, right. whether it be, you know, custom rods from, you know, so-and-so, you know, up in northern Minnesota, uh, you know, the cheapest of the cheap rods, you know, uh, you know, our buddy Blair Wilson's out with us. You know, I mean, all of us, I mean, you know, we the, some – you know, I, I think Blair's got a couple $125 rods. I think Blair's got a couple $20 rods. Same as me. Right. You know, yeah. and guess what? You know, uh, I'm not even going to say it because I say it all the time, but my $25 rod is one of my favorite rods. So, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, like you said, Matt, you you got to go into it and pick out what you can afford and pick out what you like. Right. I had somebody a while back asking me a bunch of questions on ice fishing equipment. They're getting into it. Um I need to buy this. It's like, it, it, what do you think of this one what, about this one? Uh, you know what? They're both great. Yep. I mean, this shack is just as good as that shack. You know, this auger is just as good as that auger. I guess it's personal preference, what you want to do. I mean, if you can get down there to the store possibly and get the things in your hand to try it. But, right. I mean, sometimes you can't, you don't have the ability to do that. So, I mean, I can see where they get a little off put and discouraged when they get online to some of these pages and people i mean it's just like hey what do you think of the the new strike master auger and everybody's just like it's terrible and then you got the same you got 10 other people that say it's great and it's just like so how do you decide i don't think any of it sucks no not plain and simple if if you know i mean if if you're buying some you know dude that just started making rods you know last week and and uh whatever Okay, maybe, you know, maybe where his eyelets on his rods are aren't that good. You know, maybe his components in his, you know, in the rod isn't that good. But, I mean, if you're buying anything from any sort of manufacturer that's been in business for any amount of time, chances are they, they somewhat know what they're doing. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, for the most part, you're probably going to get what you pay for. Right. You know, I mean, if you go out there and you buy the $12, you know, ice ice blue rod at at walmart yeah you know what it's probably not going to be your best rod you know ever 
can you still catch fish on it? Heck yeah, you can. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of fish have been caught on them. Probably more than, you know, some of these expensive brands. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, you know, I, I, I've seen a couple Facebook posts here in the last little while, and I've talked to a few guys, you know, that are, that are guides and, you know, uh, you know, pros, promoters in the industry and whatever. And they said, you know what? A couple years ago, I just, I just got off all the Facebook pages. You know, I just, I just quit doing it. You know, I talk with my buddies, you know, we post pictures together and you know, it it has just really given me a whole better, uh, you know, for sure. I don't know. Is it, is it, is it coming to that? You know I mean? It gets to that point where sometimes you're just like, all it is is ever drama on these some of these pages sometimes it's fun to sit back and watch but sometimes it's like all right it's you know this is getting old so sometimes hitting that delete button or unfollow button on some of these things is the best Isn't thing the to worst do. idea you know that real midwest fishing yeah uh like a josh strand and whatnot i i think if i could put my finger on one group that seems to be a little bit less like all the rest of them is that it's one? that one yeah you know, I, I'm not saying that it's the best group in the whole entire world. I don't know how many people it has on it, but I just feel like, you know, ice fishing, Minnesota, ice fishing, South Dakota, you know, so those ones, I mean, is there a lot of excellent information on them? Yes, there sure is. Right. Is there awesome pictures? Yes. Yes, there is. But there is more crybabies and, and just freaking dudes sitting in their mom's basement, just trying to start crap. Oh yeah. And, and I mean, it, it overshadows all the good stuff, but I do, if, I don't know, I, I think that real Midwest fishing, uh, if you're looking to ask a question and not get harassed, That's that, that might be the one, be, yeah. I, I don't know. And, and maybe I'm wrong on that too. It just seems like the fishermen that we slowly sometimes become like the, the, the deer hunting. It, it is, it is, you know, you want to know what I, I just. If, if you are honestly interested in a JT rod, a clam ice shack, uh, an Eskimo ice shack, uh, 13 fishing rod, the best thing to do is probably going to be to go on and somehow figure out who is on their promotional right. staff. Oh, yeah, for sure. And send them dudes a private message. Yeah. Send just, them dudes a private message. And, and I mean, I've actually gotten a couple private messages about clam products since I've gotten on, on that uh, team. Uh, I think both me and Matt have gotten plenty of messages about, you know, cold snap stuff. You know, people, you know, shoot us messages. I respond to every single message. And I think everybody, if, if, if you're on the team, if you're on any of those teams and you're not responding to messages, you're not doing what you know. You're not, you know, I mean, that's not what the the, the team is to, to promote and educate. I think both of us have done it before. Sometimes people get a little hesitant and are just like, man, I don't know if this guy will even respond back to my message when I send him to him. I've reached out to plenty of guys before and they're quick and they're eager to want to help you learn and educate you on the stuff that they promote and why they promote it. Craig Oiler is, is, I mean, I consider Craig one of my best friends and that whole entire deal started by me reaching out to him on how to fish out in the black hills right. and then about hooked on hard water he responded i don't know it might it might have been a day you know whatever and and i mean take take all that stuff with a grain of salt too guys like some of these bigger guys like bigger than me and matt i know that's hard, to, hard believe. to believe yeah <laughs> but like the 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 real deals uh 
they get a lot of messages, you know, this oh, time really of year, do. you know, I mean, if, if you're an ice team or if you're Brian Brosdale, if you're Dave Gens, if you're Jason Mitchell, they probably realistically, you know, get more than 10, more than 20, maybe so messages, you know, you know in a day or a couple of days. Right. And so if they don't get back to you right away, pump the brakes. That doesn't mean that they're an asshole because they're, they're not. They just, I mean, these dudes are out fishing too. I mean, you know, if, if you're out fishing and you get a message that says, Hey dude, what do you think of, you know, the dead meat stick? You know, if you ask Jason Mitchell, what he thinks of the dead meat stick, I don't know. Take a guess on what his answer yeah. is going to be. <laughs> that thing uh, sucks. I can't believe I, I wish put they my never would have put it out. <laughs> no, guys, no, that's not what he's going to say. So, I mean, don't expect to hear a ton of bad things neither, but I mean, you know, uh, everything's going to work. Everything's going to work. That's yeah, just, just get out there and get after it. Yep. You know, have some fun with it. Don't forget why we have all start, we ever started all this stuff. It's because we love it and it's, it's a lot of fun. You, you put you, you put a you get a lot of I don't know how you want you smile a lot when you're out there fishing and you're catching fish. I don't smile when I'm with you. No, well, no, that's why we have different shacks. Not like we're sitting in the same damn shacks. I mean, thank God, you can't see it a lot of times, but I'm flipping you off through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what I'm doing. Yeah, it's going to be well. We got to we're going to razz each other a lot this year, just because we don't have ramrod to. Razz no when we're out there fishing, so it's gonna have to be somebody. Maybe we got to take somebody new under a wing and take them more with us. Get Jeremy K out there or something like. I suppose we could we could have Stu the new come down. Oh yeah, Jeremy and Stu are gonna be coming this year, and I don't care what they say. That's just that's that's the way it's gonna be. That's right. We're gonna kidnap them from home. All right, Matt. Here's one for you. Would you ever? And and you know what? We should have brought this up earlier when we were talking about some of the private ponds, about some of that stuff. Would you ever pay to fish on someone's pond? I guess I can't say no to that because I guess in a way we do when we go like up to South Dakota, some of the places that we go. Like the buckshot landing. Right. And whatnot. You yeah. got to pay to use the landing and stuff. So. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, or that's a good. good. Uh, so, I mean, in a sense, you are paying to go on there. I mean, I fished a couple lakes this spring slash summer where we had to pay to use the boat ramp so i mean i i guess i can't say i wouldn't because right. i have uh necessarily to fish a private pond you know i don't know if i would fish if i would pay to fish a private pond just because it would kind of be like i don't know i guess i would if it was full of 10 pound <laughs> right bass. i was just gonna I mean, say i know, guess i would but the, you know it i guess i don't know what the, what price, the is. price is yeah, yeah exactly so so i've got a guy on facebook and uh I mean, this good dude, I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. He's from out in Pennsylvania. Uh, I actually bought my bait machine from him. All right. Uh, and his his name's Gary, and uh, he's, he's a great dude, whatever. But uh, so he goes to this place that's like a pay-to-fish pond, pay-to-fish. So you, you show up there, and, and it looks, I mean, we're talking about, like, you know, a nice big old pond, and, and there's a lot of people just kind of lying in the bank and whatnot. Uh you know, everyone brings their lawn chairs and it looks like there's, you know, some, some, uh, shelter houses, you know, like with some grills and whatnot. And, uh, so I kind of, you know, did a little digging and, uh, like there's one out there called like big Browns and there's another one called like 
Bush's family fish farm and, and whatever. And uh, it looks like it's huge out on the East Coast, you know, all the way from Pennsylvania, all the way down, you know, South Carolina, down into Florida. And I guess I guess it's really similar to like a trout haven, right. you know, out, out yeah. in the Black Hills. You know, these trout ponds, they got them in the Wisconsin Dells. You know, I think they got them in a lot of these touristy areas. But um, so, but I mean, this is just on a, a little bit of a bigger scale, you'll say. So what what i found is uh that a lot of these you know like the one that i believe gary goes to is uh each one of his buddies pays 12 bucks you take whatever you want for food and beverages along you know 12 bucks get you in there for a day you go out there catch fish all day long and if like i uh, on the one you could catch bass bluegill and then there was also catfish if you wanted to keep the catfish you could at like a certain dollar, you know, right. maybe 50 cents an inch or something like that. I don't even know. But you don't have to have a fishing license in that state to do it. Oh, really? Really. Interesting. And that's in Pennsylvania that I don't think you have to. And the one down in South Carolina you don't have to. Hmm. So so the, the, here, here's what I, you know, here's what I'm kind of thinking. Like some of these ponds... Or, or, you know, potholes, you know, whatever, out in South Dakota, I would assume the same guy owns all the land around the whole entire thing. Yeah, you would assume that. Can he say, hey, put a put a parking lot up there, throw a high school kid in a in a little hut and 10 bucks a day for, per person, don't need a fishing license to come out here? Like, how does that work? I don't know how that, how, with how the do, DNR and all, if they got like a deal set up with all that, I would not know how all that would work. See, and you know, I've asked, I've asked the local conservation officer here in Northwest Iowa, uh, when I went out to my buddy Austin's pond, Hey, because at one time I brought my wife out there and, and kids and whatnot. And I said, Hey, does my wife need a fishing license to fish on this private pond? And he said, she does as long as she's not the owner. If like, if she's, if she's the owner or like, you know, direct kin you know, of the owner, you know, daughter, son, you know, brother, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't exactly know how that all works, but, uh, you know, then, then they can get away with it. Okay. Hey, fair enough. But you know, then I can go out someplace, you know, to trout Haven and pay $4 per fish and, and, you know, not need a fishing license. That just kind of seems kind of weird. If, if one of these places out there in South Dakota, the, the guy owns the whole thing. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. Like I said, I don't want to open up a can of worms here. You know, well, I, no, mean? I mean, you think about Lake Pahoya for us right. here. I mean, we got it during the summer months. You got to pay a park pass to go in there and fish. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're not going to just it, so, and we do it because I guess if it's the only option that you have close, right? I guess you're going to do it if you want to get out there and fish. I do not have a problem. I I would not have a problem if there was a lake close and it was a five dollar a day you know to get in there heck heck if i i mean if i really know the quality of fish in there is spectacular and you know i know they're biting i'd hate to know what i'd be willing right. to pay for a good day of fishing but uh you know some of these <laughs> kind of like a klondike bar huh? what would you do, <laughs> yeah, what would you do? <laughs> well, it, it, it could get crazy but uh some of the things some of the things that i read on some of these paid fish ponds that i didn't like were the ones like especially for trout when there was no throwing a fish back and then you had to pay for each fish that you caught like it was free to go in there 
It's right. free to go in there, but then you cannot throw any fish back. And, you know, for every fish you caught, you know, if it's, if it's uh, 10 through 15 inches, you know, that's a $14 fish. If it's, you know, 15 through 20, that's a, you know, a $20 fish. And, you know, 20 and above is a, you know, $30 fish. Like, see, I can do that. No, I, hell no. I can do that's that. Freaking Bush Lake BS. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, but I guess there's people out there that will. Well, I, and you know, I mean, I guess if that's your option, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for, for if, if, if you live in the city and, uh, and there's no ponds, lakes close, you know, whatever, and, and you want to go fishing, I don't know, I guess maybe. Right. I don't know. I don't know how anyone would pay any money for trout because <laughs> that stuff sucks. Especially if they have to got to keep them. Well, it's like. That's kind of like an extra kick in the balls. Yeah. yeah. It's like, sorry, kids, you ain't going fishing with me here. Right. Yeah, come on, Dad. Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't know. You got anything else? What do you think about... I was recently watching Jason Mitchell Outdoors. Jason Mitchell Outdoors. JMO. JMO. And uh, they had uh, certain people that we know on there. They're out at Lake Cascade. Oh, I fishing. know these guys. You know these guys. You're going to get to know them probably pretty better. I'm going to see them in three days. Um, Catchphrases for when you're catching a fish. Catchphrases. Catchphrases. Did, did you happen to catch it? No. Did you? Oh, man. Is so it Mr. something country? Something Mr. Hold Don on. Cox. Don, hold on. You had hold to have on. heard it. Hold on. Pump the brakes. Oh, my gosh. I know what this is, too. The other night. Uh, me and Eric were talking, my brother Eric and I were talking about, you know, this trip. Uh, me and my right. brother Eric are going out to the Cox's place uh, Wednesday of the week that this episode's dropping, and we're going mule deer hunting. So we were kind of talking back and forth, and, and I sent him the video of that trip out to Cascade where J- Jason Mitchell, blah, blah, blah. He, he had one. He did. And only, it's, it's one of those things that, only he, like, he needs to coin this phrase because only he can say it. I can't say it. You can't say it. Only Don Hold on. or one of the kids can Hold say on. it. But especially Don. Hold on. I, it's like something that the fish was doing, right? Well, no. he No, hooked, he, it was something. When he hooked up the one time. Yeah, what? He it? went, oh, I stuck him that time. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like. Yes, I was like, that oh, is sweet. Man. Like, if I said "giddy up" when I hooked into a fish, it just wouldn't seem right. I, I'd feel like John Travolta in Urban Cowboy, you know, and stuff like that. So, stuck that one, giddy, giddy up. up, or stuck him that time, giddy up. I I know I know what you're talking about. I just I was watching it and I was just like, only only Don could have that catchphrase, you know. So you know, I think of. Chris Lane, professional bass fisherman, when he won the Bassmaster Classic the one year, he'd always would say "bam" or "pow, pow." pow. He'd say "pow, pow." So every time he'd like hook into a pow. big one, he'd always say "pow." You know, so you know, uh, pow, pow. Sorry. <laughs> now you watching right, Step Brothers too much? This ain't the Catalina wine mixer <laughs> here. But you think of like Seth Fighter, he's always like "big and dude, big and dude." <laughs> yeah. What? Our llama. Yep. That was always his, that's his big oh one. Oh my I, god. Right. Oh my god. It's a giant. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. You got 
Carl Jacobson who yells "Fear my heart" and all this stuff, and it's just like yeah. So there's a lot of guys out there that have like catchphrases. So I just like what do you got one? I don't have one, but I just thought Don's that's like a perfect one for <laughs> Giddy you. Up. Giddy, Giddy up. up, like like I said, like I was disappointed he didn't have a cowboy hat on out there fishing though. Well, I mean, it was probably probably something with sponsorships, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ice Team needs to come out with a cowboy hat. They, they need do. to partner with Stetson and, and get a the, Ice the, Team uh, patch on the on the front of a cowboy hat. The Don Cox yeah. edition. No, no, I don't think uh, I don't think I have one. Right. I don't think that I have a a saying that I have you ever heard any that are like annoying that people say when they hook into one. The big end one is starting to get annoying because a lot of those guys, like, when you're watching a fishing tournament or something like that, they're like, oh, it's a big one. Oh, it's a big one. And all of a sudden, they'll come in and it's like a two-pounder. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just right. like, okay, maybe it wasn't as big as I thought it was. Aaron Weeb of Uncut Angling. On. On. <laughs> on. Oh, I'm on. On. Oh, oh. Oh, on, on. I think that's every, I think every Canadian. Every it, Canadian does like it. That on. When they, when they hook on. in one. Kind of sounds on. like a moose call. Pow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll I, have to come I, up I with I don't ones. think I, yeah. I can only. Every, you, well, you I know, know I mean, Jeremy Wade, Jeremy Wade, you know, has got, oh, fish on, fish on, <laughs> fish on, you know. You're pretty good at these. Well, I mean, you do this a lot geez. down here in your basement watching these shows. <laughs> I've been waiting for this show to come about where it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Run up to Kayla. Kayla, how does this sound? Come down here. Do I sound like the guy on TV? <laughs> yep. No, I've I've been down here practicing in the in the <laughs> studio and just waiting for you to bring this up. And finally today. Today is the day. Yep. The end of November. I just saw that was beginning pretty cool. Beginning of December. Yeah. No, yo, I. Yo, <laughs> giddy, giddy up. Giddy up. Yeah. I suppose you you say something that you say, uh, you know, maybe back in your daily life a little bit. <laughs> I think that's. I, I, I don't know. Maybe one of our goals this winter should be to be ice fishing with the coxes and use horses to get around on the ice instead of. ATVs. Oh no! 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 <laughs> Are you? Would you ride a horse? I would ride a horse, but it's been a long time since I rode a horse. Like a long, long time. Like I, I don't know. Like, I would need to be, if, if I'm ever going to do it, like, they need to give me, like, the old, old horse that, like, doesn't have any wildness in it anymore. But I don't think that matters. I could get on one that'd be like, this guy, this one has never bucked anybody off, loves people riding it. I'd get on there for 10 seconds and be on my back on the well, ground. Apparently, horses are good judges of character. <laughs> well, they, get this they, guy off of <laughs> me. This dude sucks. <laughs> nope. Uh, there's God not a, there's not was... a cowboy in this bone or the cowboy bone in this body. So no. Oh, here's one. Well, a, I mean, this is obviously the 101st episode. So everyone knows that a hundred was last week, but, uh, we hit two years doing this, man. Two years, two freaking years. Uh, on the 27th of November was two years since me and Matt kicked out our, uh, our, um, first episode first episode and you know i had i had really told myself like oh man you know we're gonna get some stuff you know like have a big giveaway for the hundredth and the two years and wow isn't that cool that you know it just so happens to all be in the same week and uh here we are uh a week later and uh on the next episode and we didn't give anything away but it, I, i'll tell you what guys it, it's gonna come We'll we'll come up with something 
you know, I think actually what the best thing to possibly do, uh, I reached out to somebody and I got some new t-shirts designed. T-shirts designed. T-shirts That's what designed. I'm talking about. Um, for those of you that aren't on Facebook, uh, they're kind of a charcoal t-shirt or, or hoodie. Um, I, I don't even, I think they're like a Gildan brand. I don't even know what brand they are, but apparently they're supposed to be a pretty good shirt, good quality. You don't got to worry about getting any junk from these guys. And, uh, they're going to have our, uh, red, white, and blue American flag logo on the front. It's a charcoal shirt with that logo. Uh, I thought about like maybe putting something across the back, but we never actually did uh, come up with a name for the listeners. But right. I think I think uh, we're maybe just going to make an executive decision and call you guys the co-anglers because <laughs> I think that's a fun one, and it's pretty G-rated. That's right, and that that was kind of the key. Some of the ones that were coming in, uh, you know, just eh. yeah, we don't probably won't be allowed to wear those t-shirts. Right. I mean, we, I don't know. Do we need to put co-angler across the back? I don't think so. I no, think just, just the, run it just, the way it is. Just the way it is. All right, that's what we're going to do. It's on the front, the Midwest Angler Podcast logo with the red, white, and blue uh, American flag and uh, on a charcoal t-shirt. That is that is what it is. Um, I'm thinking uh, we are going to run them for $18 for a t-shirt, $30 for a hoodie, uh, $5 a piece to ship. Uh, we're going to use you. United Postal Ser- United States Postal Service uh, flat rate boxes, which are like six bucks, but we'll just put it at five bucks because we're not trying to get rich off this. That it just is what it is. Um, and then uh, we'll max out at fifteen bucks if if somebody would happen to buy, uh, you know, three sweatshirts and whatever. I think we can get all of that in one of the big ones, or I'll take it to work and ship it UPS in a bigger box or something like that. But uh, um, the the little boxes that are six dollars and 40 cents uh can get one t-shirt in them but i don't they're, they're not going to get a hoodie in them they're not going to get uh that other stuff but we'll make it work it'll all Styling. come out and it is it's going to be sweet and i need to get some freaking hats back again and yeah, we need to get some we've been asked about those quite a bit yeah we? and and i reached out to a lady here uh uh long stinking time ago uh the lady who we got our last hats from and she was all about it yep she was going to do it she was going to do it and then it never happened, and uh, hmm. she never got back to me. So, I don't know, whatever. I guess that's for another time. But, uh, nope, so uh, the shirts are going to be there. If, by chance, you're not on Facebook, I'm going to put a post out on Facebook, uh, you know, that says, hey, uh, sign up. Uh, if you want one, whatever, we'll do Venmo and PayPal, um, you know, because obviously some of you guys don't live here in the Rock Rapids area. Uh if you're from far away, I'm not going to order you a t-shirt. If you don't Venmo or PayPal us, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that you're a great person. I, I don't know. I guess if you want to send a check in the mail or something like that, uh, uh, we could work something out that way. But um, uh, we're probably going to order them here in the next, I don't know, I would say two weeks. And uh, so if you're going to do it, reach out to us on Facebook or uh, Midwest Angler one the number one at gmail.com and uh we'll we'll get you contact information that way but uh otherwise reach out to us and ask for our paypal or venmo deal and we'll get that going um yeah and we'll even autograph them for free if they want <laughs> you can i ain't <laughs> autographing nothing <laughs> i ain't autographing come nothing. on you brought $2. that up 
with those t with those racing t shirts that one time. Why you buy a racing t shirt so you can get the autograph? I'm, if they want the autograph, I'll, they're getting the autograph. I'll autograph somebody's forehead. I ain't autographing a t shirt. I'll autograph it for them all day long. Well, then you can sign my name. All right. Then I'm gonna charge you with forgery. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Counterfeit forgery, whatever. Something like that. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I gotta say this because I'm in that boat too as a two XLer. Two dollars extra. If you're uh, if you're a guy like me and uh, you like tombstone pizzas, yeah, that's right. So two dollars extra on that. Uh, so extra to love, extra to pay. That's right. <laughs> that you know, I mean, I'm all about. I'm I'm totally comfortable uh, with my size, whatever. But when it starts costing extra, now I'm a little <laughs> pissed off. Showing <laughs> uh, prejudice to the big big guys. Yeah, freaking, come on. <laughs> so all right. Well, that's that. Uh, like I said, reach out to us if you're interested. Otherwise, it'll be on the Facebook page. Uh, probably already is if you're listening to this, and uh, that'll be that. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to those. Um, next up, uh, unless you've got you got anything else here, Matt? Uh, I don't know. You know, with everybody ice fishing, you got any ice school? Like, just one. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. one, yep, one okay. ice school. One, one ice, ice school. And not like a destination or anything like that that you want to fish we kind of talked about that on episode 100 but i got like two i got two okay i got two and and i mean i'm not going to i'm not going to talk i either want to catch a 14 plus inch perch this year i'm the same or you already did you want this me to year. kick you in the nuts this year mine last year wasn't 14 inches yes it was 13 and 3 quarters it was just about 14 it was really? it was under 14 no no it was under 14 you're full of it. No, nope, it was under 14. It didn't reach 14 inches. It was just under 14 inches. I want one over 14 So inches. that's your goal, too? That's one. Yep. Oh, sh- shocker. Look at Matt copying me again. That's right. Fine. I want a 15-inch perch. <laughs> well, Maybe we'll see with you're going to have to drive 30, inches, or 30, <laughs> mi- or 30 hours west. But uh, nope. I want a 14-inch perch, and I, I'm not I, – I know – I know that 30 inches, 10 pounds is the deal, but uh, I would even be, uh, I'd be happier, I'd be happy as a clam, uh, 25 inches or bigger on a walleye. Yeah, that's a good, I would nope. I would say the same thing, maybe 26 inches or bigger. Uh, <laughs> God dang it, no, I would such a I would, schmuck. I would like to catch. My goal is to leave Matt at home on more trips this year. That's yep. my goal. Man. You already started doing that last year. You're going to do it again this year? Holy Uh-oh. moly. Holy <laughs> moly. We got that the... better not be the Tombstone Pizza Burn. Is that the Tombstone Pizza Burn Holy upstairs? moly. We got the fire alarm going on upstairs. <laughs> What's well, a good thing that I know a good volunteer firefighter. <laughs> oh, if, if, if I'm the first one on <laughs> no, the scene, this I'm place calling. is going to the ground. I was going to say, I know some. I'll call your brother. So, <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Whew. No. I don't smell any smoke. Smell any smoke? I hold on, good. hold on. I'm gonna quick look around the corner. No, I think it's all right. <laughs> she, she says we're fine. Well, we're good. I think she's embarrassed. Save the podcast equipment. Oh gosh. <laughs> Whew. Okay. So we got that done. I hope I hope everyone could hear that. <laughs> otherwise, they're like, I. I've actually heard from a couple of my buddies that uh, they're like, ah, I hear Slate made an appearance on the podcast, and they could hear him uh, crying upstairs. And like I said, guys, uh, we are not. Uh, We're live. This, this is in my basement. This is in my basement. Uh, 
you know, just right next to the stairs that go upstairs. It's, uh, you know, 10 feet away from uh, the TV that Grady plays PlayStation on. It's right by the couches. It's right by my kids' bedrooms. And uh, that's, that's just how we do it. That's but it is a cool table. That's how we roll. We've got a cool table, a cool setup. It's, it's messy. I've got hats. I've got custom spinner baits from the Cox boys. I've got uh, everything. PB Customs. PB Custom Baits. Peanut Butter Custom. Some Woo, Woo Tungsten. Uh, got the new green cold snap toothpick. An empty Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> My, the house is littered with that so okay good news story good news story you want you want to go first or you want to go second i i'm gonna let you go first because there's an outside chance that i could have the same good news story as you and if so i've got a backup good news story right. also so i'll let you go first well mine is uh a friend of the show good friend of mine uh, Bill Ooh. Teasler, he uh, had to have emergency open heart surgery the other day. I think he ended up having a quadruple bypass surgery. Yep. That's right. Um, sounds like everything went well, went good for him and everything like that. He's recovering. Uh, I was able to message him the other day before the surgery and just kind of talk with him and everything like that. And you guys probably know Wild Bill Teasler because he wins pretty much every contest that yeah, we I was have say, on he, this he thing. He won the $50 giveaway and, and he won the, the Ion Ice Auger. Yep. So, but it sounds like everything is going good. He's in recovery now and uh, hopefully he'll be back in no time BSing with us and I'll get him out on the ice this year too if he's able to get out there. So I, that's, I mean... You know, glad to hear everything went well, Bill. And uh, now you got plenty of time to catch up on all of our episodes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. No, we're wishing you the best, Bill. Uh, yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. No, <laughs> never mind. That's not, that doesn't pertain to this. Uh, my good news story is uh, the Hooked on Hard Water episode of uh, Midwest Outdoor Television came out this past week. And... Uh, um, it's, it's just a little six minute, uh, snippet. Uh, if you're friends with us on Facebook, uh, um, I think cold snap outdoors had it on Facebook. Maybe you can just go to Midwest outdoor television on Facebook, uh, uh, whatever, or, it, yeah, like you said, or just YouTube. go on YouTube. Yep. yep. And, uh, um, it's cool little, it's, it's a six minute video and, uh, uh, has a lot of, uh, a lot of the great dudes out there at the event, uh, kind of, you know, running you through, uh, uh, Chad Cummings is on there. Dan Hogue's on there. Of course, Craggy's on there. And uh, there's another dude on there, ugliest dude on there. But uh, oh, don't say that about Chris. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Chris Peters is on there also. I can't that's, believe you say that about no, Chris. No, that's not who I was talking about. Oh. I was talking about the dirtbag to my left oh. or right if you're looking at us. <laughs> but uh, Matt, Matt actually got interviewed and uh, made... You might be on there more than any other person, maybe possibly even including Craig. Um, well, not more than Cummings because they couldn't get the micro microphone away from him. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I, I was honored to be on there. It was it was a little awkward I, when they interviewed. You came over and I talked to you about. It. I was like, it was kind of awkward, like just talking to a camera like that you didn't know what to do with your hands i did didn't you? i really didn't i think that's why they cut away and they were showing a lot of other things when i was talking so <laughs> i just sat there and stared the whole time at the camera and i was just like i like fishing this is fun i no. never i never talked to the camera but i am on there the one time yeah, you and my buddy uh uh austin were 
sitting behind my Vexilar, you know, looking down a hole, whatever. And uh, another time when Scott Brower is talking about being out there from New York, I'm in the background walking back and forth from hole to hole. <laughs> yeah, walking from hole to hole. You're looking at the camera the whole Bullshit. time. Like, you're looking like, hey, you freaking dirtbag. Like, hey, who's that guy in the back waving? I would have, I would have made myself look a little bit better. Maybe sucked in the belly a little bit more. Done a few push-ups. Yeah, I did see. Did you, did you see Brennan Lockwood throwing a snowball? Was that Lockwood doing that? That I don't surprise me. He needs. Well, he needs to work on his throwing form a little bit. He kind of. I don't know. Does that surprise you? <laughs> Does that surprise you? No, that was a cool video. I mean, it's like a six-minute little thing there, like you said. Uh, it really just shows what hooked on hard water really it is. We've talked about it a ton on yep. here, and just if you look, at, if you watch that video clip, you can see everybody smiling the whole time. I mean, having a great time. Yep, that's right. So, well, I you know, hey, I'm gonna quick say this now here, right here at the end of the episode. Uh, I do not know what's gonna happen here next week. We might end up possibly being a day late or something. Um, because like I've mentioned earlier in the show, uh, me and my brother are going to be going out to, uh, Mullen, Nebraska, um, deer hunting. And we are planning on coming back on Sunday. Um, there's really no sense in turning around and, and making right. another podcast, uh, episode a day, a day after, you know, right. me and Matt make this one, uh, you know, I, I guess we could call somebody up in the next day or two and, and keep one in the can for five, six days or whatever. But uh, uh, a lot of our episodes now, we've really been recording pretty late in the week and then, re, uh, you know, dropping them on Monday. Uh, we're not going to talk about the exact same stuff. There's there's no news that's going to happen here in the next day or two, hopefully. But uh, so maybe next week could be uh, something that comes out on Tuesday or Wednesday. Just letting you guys know about it. Uh We'll get to hear big buck stories. That's right. Hopefully, if you hit the subscribe button on whatever uh, platform you're on, then you don't got to worry about it. It'll just tell you when when it's coming That's live. Right. So you just make sure that you don't shoot your deer right away, unless it's a monster. Otherwise, you're going to be choring all week. I'm planning on <laughs> I'm planning on shooting one first first one I see that's got branch antlers. I'm freaking letting her rip. Yep, and then you're gonna just yep, be we'll out there. Go f- Zach's uh, farm hand out yeah, there. Yeah, we'll go uh, whittle a stick and <laughs> you know what what does uh, Earl Dibbles Jr. always say? Whittling sticks and uh, climb the windmill and God, uh, <laughs> uh, he had he count had the a bunch. cows. Yep. So no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a riot. Maybe we'll do a little bit of coyote hunting while we're out there. I don't even there you know. Go. But uh, that's that. That is episode 101 Dalmatians. We will see you next week on 102. Later. Later.